Welcome to Work is Good, a CSM podcast. My name is Landon Buto, and I host this show with my dad, Chris Buto, the owner and president at CSM. This week's episode, this episode is a presentation my dad gave last week on his career in mortgage. We were hosted by Northwest University resume writing class, and he just shared with that group of students who are considering different career paths about his story and what he's enjoyed about his career. Hope you enjoy this episode. So anyway, I'm here today to talk to you a little bit about you know my career, which now is a mortgage broker. Um, I was in public accounting, and um, I just I, I never loved it. You know, I, I you know when I got to college, I went to Washington State University, and I really didn't know what I wanted to do. I just knew I wanted a job and so I got into accounting I thought that would be good and and then I went into public accounting because I thought that was kind of at the top and I went for one of the big firms because that was at the top and it just kind of dumped me off on a conveyor belt into a public accounting job when I got out of college and I did that uh, for 11 years I didn't stay with the large firms I went back and got my master's in tax went to a small firm but I just never loved it uh, and I could never get to the point where I really loved it and by the time I kind of figured that out um, we had three kids at the time, and I thought, you know, I'm kind of stuck. This is, this is what I do, and this is what I'm most valuable at, and I've got three kids. Um, but by the, you know, by the grace of God, I had an opportunity to go to work um, as an accountant for a mortgage, uh, mortgage brokerage division of a bank. And uh, through that process, I got exposed to loan origination, and really it turned out I was just there at the bank to help them pretty up the company to get, get acquired, and once that was done, they didn't really have a place for me, they wanted me to go back into doing audit, and I just didn't want to do that, and so I had a great manager at the time, and he just said, why don't you try loan origination, you know, I'll, I'll let you keep your salary for six months, and then you earn any commissions that you keep, and see how that works, and that gave me a lifeline, you know, give me a lifeline to take, you know, I had three kids, now four kids by the time this was happening, and, and have a salary, and give it a try, and I, and I loved it. You know, I loved it. I did that for um, a couple of years, and then that company, that bank that had acquired us, where I was now working at the time as a loan originator, was going to wind that down. And um, I had a, a manager there, and, uh, and one of the former owners, and he just said, "Why don't you start your own mortgage company?" So I went to my um, uh, my former uh, college roommate. And um, I can still remember, I was just, you know, we, were, we were at another friend's house. We were like mid-stair at their tri-level house. And I just said, hey, do you want to start a mortgage company? And he looked at me and said, sure. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, that was kind of how it started. And that was, that's the way, you know, kind of Ted and I got started. He had zero mortgage experience. I had a little bit of mortgage experience. Uh, but by the grace of God, here I am, you know, 20, 27 years later. And, uh, and I really love what I do. And so that's kind of what I'm here to talk to you a little bit about is, you know, why, why would you want to be a mortgage broker? You know, why, why would you do that? Um, and, you know, kind of the elephant in the room, is, you know, first of all, is just income. You know, a, a, as a mortgage broker, um, you really have unlimited potential you know, to earn. And it really is that, you know, there's, there's no kind of salary scale for a, for a mortgage Loan originator. It really depends on your own energy, your efforts, your gifts, your network. You know how hard you work, and you get to re really you know, be the beneficiary of all that. And you know I'm certainly not 
I'm not on the super high end of the scale, but I've been very blessed, you know, over these many years that I've been in this business. And, and, and I've seen people, though, at the very high end of the scale that, you know, literally making $10 million as a mortgage originator. It's really crazy. Now, you have to be an entrepreneur to do that kind of business. You know, you can't make $10 million just being a great salesman. You have to be the entrepreneurial type. And there are many, look at I'm not really the entrepreneurial type. I'm more of a loan consultant. I tell people I'm 90% consultant, 10% sales. And that's kind of my CPA background. I'm just really, I like consulting people. I like kind of being in the weeds and, and doing that kind of thing. The people who make you know, $10 million a year are the more like entrepreneurial types. They build big teams, big organizations, and, but you can do that. You know, if you have that kind of bent, um, you can really do that. But it's been a great career. Um, the other thing about the income potential in, as a mortgage broker is you know, real estate is connected with wealth creation. It's, it's a, it, it is the source of most Americans' wealth. You know, most of your wealth of the, of, the, of the average American is through some form of real estate acquisition. And this provides you kind of an inside track on that as well. So it's not just the income that you can make as a commissioned salesperson, but it's the income you can make through being connected to an industry that creates a lot of wealth. And so you get kind of an inside track um, into that. Uh, so, so income, that's kind of the elephant in the room. Uh, flexibility is also uh, a huge benefit. You know, when I was a CPA, I literally sold my life away at six minutes at a time. And I literally had to track every, you know, it's a tenth of an hour. And that's how we build, you know, in tenths of an hour. And so every day I had to know what I was doing every six minutes. And and I'm not I'm not dissing that. You know, that you know, people I know some great people who are CPAs who love what they do and they're really good at what they do. Um, but that kind of drove me crazy. You know, have, having to account for every six minutes of every day. Uh, and this is really kind of the polar opposite of that. You know, as and, and this and I'm speaking from the perspective of a commission salesperson. And that's gonna be true in most uh, yeah, well, I, I, I can't really speak to most. I haven't I've never worked in a large organization as a salesperson. And I'm sure there's a lot more structure there, but most you know, most mortgage brokerage companies are going to work for smaller companies. They're not huge. You may be accountable to a team and structure, and that's good. Um, but a lot of times, you have a lot of flexibility in terms of your schedule, um, what you do, when you do it, where you do it. And that's been a huge benefit, you know, benefit to me for the, for the many years that we've done this, that I've done this work. We've raised five kids. They're all in sports. They do all those sorts of things, and, and I, you know, very, very flexible. Um, I was able to, you know, to participate in all those things, be available to those things. And you know, there's, 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 that's a double-edged sword, right? Because the other side of that is Saturdays, sometimes weekends, you know, you're, you're getting calls at all hours sometimes. And, and so there is, there is another side to that. Uh, but it's a trade-off I've, I've gladly made you know, over, over the years, and, and I've really been blessed by that flexibility. Um, and you know, you've got to be careful about that, of course. You know, Ephesians, you know, Ephesians 5.13 says, you know, you're called to be free, but don't, don't use your freedom for sin. And it's kind of the same thing here. You have a ton of freedom, but if you just use your freedom to be free, right, to, to do nothing, then you're not going to be very productive. So you, you really have to be careful about um, you know, getting into, in, into a location where there's, there isn't a lot of accountability or structure imposed on you. The only real accountability ultimately is your paycheck. You know, that's, that's, that's essentially where your accountability is. Are you producing or not? And most 
companies that you, you know, that you work with, if you're not in a huge team structure, are just fine with that. You know, you come in, if you, if you can work your own schedule, if you can produce, they're happy to have you. Um, and so th that's on the plus side for me. I've really enjoyed that flexibility. I still enjoy it today. All the kids are out of the house. Um, but I still love that flexibility. You know, so it's flexibility in time. It's flexibility in place. Um, my wife and I like to go over to Chelan. We try and get over there about once a month just to go hang out and get away. It's just, you know, it doesn't even have to be any big event going on. We just go over there, but I can work. You know, I can I can work just as easily from there as I can from there. In fact, I can go and call on realtors in Chelan. It's a different market, and I can go there and start to establish you know, business over in that area. And so, there's a lot of flexibility there um, in, in terms of location. Now, it, it isn't as flexible as say, you know, now we're in this you know, post-pandemic world where everybody's learned a lot about flexibility and people have moved from Seattle to Utah and still work for Microsoft. You know, it's not that kind of a thing because you still generally need a, a local presence in order to call on realtors, to establish relationships, to work with borrowers, to meet, you know, so, so there is some of that needed, but there's a lot of flexibility just in terms of moving around, where you're gonna work, where you're gonna be at any given time. Um, there's a ton of flexibility. There's a ton of independence, I've already kind of touched on that. Um, you're just you're you're a mini entrepreneur. You know, if you're 100% commission salesman, you're a, you know, a salesperson. You're a mini entrepreneur, and you really are going to go as far as your energy, your effort, your um, you know your knowledge and your drive will take you. And it's great to have that kind of independence. Um, I you know, it, it's probably not a not a good instinct, but I, I like not having a boss. You know, I, I enjoy that, and that's not just because I am the boss. You know, now because I own the company, it's it's been everywhere I've worked since I got into this industry, where the structure that that the company provides and, and is is very limited in terms of what they expect of you. They just look at the numbers, and I've and I've really enjoyed that. There's a ton of um, uh, a ton of independence you know, that that you get in this business. Uh, the other thing that I, I like, you know, one of the reasons I love this vocation is is because, you know, owning a home is not called the American dream for nothing. It really is something that that just really is a it's a thrilling thing for people to do, especially if it's your first time home. It's it's a big step in life. It's super exciting. My son, you know, he bought his first house last year, and 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 he and his wife just they just love being homeowners you know even though it comes with problems of you, know, you got to fix that you got to fix that I mean they, you know, it comes with all manner of, of, of additional problems but it's, it's a wonderful thing and most people identify with that the vast majority of people really identify with owning their own home because then you can start investing in it making it beautiful you don't want to pour a bunch of money into something you don't own that you're just renting uh, but when you you know when you do own it uh, there's just a there, there's a ton of pride and joy and then you can the Lord willing, you can benefit financially from that as well. You know, we've seen exceptions to that rule, of course, back in 2009, 2010, when we had that big crash, and, and you know, that was a that was a painful time for a lot of people. But you know, I did a I did a graph over 50 years, so five you know five decades, and I and I just took a five-year swath, you know, and I just said, okay, give me a five-year swath, and I just throw a dart and put that five-year anywhere on the graph. You know, just boom, boom, boom. I could throw that a hundred times. And there was only a two and a half year period 
that, I, that that dart could have landed, where in that five-year period from the day I owned it to the day I sold it, I would have lost money. You know, that's that's the last 50 years history. Now, that's no guarantee, right, that that won't happen again, or that you, you know, there were lots, I, I knew people who bought at the top and painfully sold upside down, right? So it happens. It's not to say that it can't happen, but it's a great investment for most people, and if you're gonna be in any given location for you know, a reasonable amount of time, say three to five years, it's, it's a wonderful thing for a lot of people. And there's a real delight in, in helping people achieve that. Um, the other thing is that there's a real delight in doing that with, with integrity because it is, it is such a momentous thing for most people and it's very complicated. It's not like it's rocket science. It's not in its essentials that complicated, but when you take something and then you heavily regulate that thing, it becomes very, very confusing for people, and and for good reason. Then it does become very difficult for them to understand. And and for me, I, I liken it to when I go and buy a, a cell phone. I, I hate buying a cell phone yeah. because there are so many ways that that things I don't understand, and 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 I feel like I'm being taken. You know, and maybe that's just my cynical view of humankind. But but you know, I feel like I'm being taken, and I feel like I don't know. I want someone to tell me everything I need to know. And if I could find that person, that would be a huge value to me. You know, to go, just, I just want a cell phone. Here's what I'm going to do with it. Tell me what's the best package. I don't want to have to know all the different ways that went into this decision of why that's the best. Just tell me. And I love, I love being able to be that for people. I, I really enjoy helping people. To, to give them you know, good information, to educate them about the process, give them the confidence to go, okay, I know I'm being taken care of, I, I, I know, that, that, you know that Chris is honest and he's doing a good job and he's educating me about the process and I'm giving the information I need to do that. I, I really enjoy that part of, you know, part of what we do. Uh, and it's not to say that most of the people in our industry don't do that. You know, there, there are tons of really good professionals in our industry. But there's a lot of people who do take advantage of people's ignorance and confusion that surrounds it. And so that's just, it's, it's, a, it's a delight to do that. Thanks for listening to Work is Good. If you enjoyed it, share it, leave a review, and listen next week.